Hey guys, welcome back to your mom's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, and Noah. This week we're starting the fourth season of The Hooligan Hangout, your one-stop shop for entertainment news and movie reviews. Now with all that being said, let's jump right into The Hang 10, your top entertainment news of the week. All right, so every week we're going to gather up 10 pieces of news that we deem the most important. We're going to exclude all the BS and little details of the other stuff, get to the major things. So first up, uh, Disney just announced a Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. It's going to be live action slash um, an animated hybrid. I would think maybe like Tom and Jerry, like the new Tom and Jerry or Sonic the Hedgehog is what I'm thinking. And uh, what's exciting is uh, John Mulaney and Andy Samberg are going to star as the pesky little critters. That's gonna be hilarious. I actually, I love them. I really, really like Chippendale too. Yeah, yeah. I think they I, chose really good actors too. I, I think it's the fact it's John Mulaney and Andy Samberg that are, it's just gonna make the movie like I want to see this really bad. Like they're gonna be so funny. <laughs> I would think. I re- I really hope they do it like a Tom and Jerry. I'm just concerned about their animation style. That's all I think is that could make or break is how they choose to say how they choose to do it. Yeah, you know, I'd agree with that. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously no release date yet, just announced, but we'll find out. Should be a real funny movie. Okay, uh, this is pretty big. Uh, They just announced the entire Little Mermaid cast um, finally out there. So we already knew this. Ariel is going to be Haley Bailey. Uh, Sebastian is going to be David Diggs, who um, most notably he was in Hamilton, right? I know he's been in a lot of other mm-hmm. stuff. I saw him in Wonder too as a school teacher. Um, King Trident is going to be Javier Bardem. Ooh. Flounder is going to be Jacob Tremblay. Ursula is going to be Melissa McCarthy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Prince Eric is going to be Jonah Hare, Hare King, which they finally got a Prince Eric. And uh, Scuttle is going to be Aquafina from Crazy Rich Asians. So yeah, it's huh. a pretty solid cast. Lineup, yeah. It does sound like a really good cast. Especially... This was one of my favorite animated Disney movies, too, so I'm kind of excited for it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I forgot to say this. I'm sorry. Um, There's also going to be music from Lin-Manuel Miranda. Ooh. He's pretty goaded around the community, so... Should be pretty pleasant, I would think. Oh, he also did Hamilton. Yeah, he he's the main star of Hamilton, and he wrote the whole show, or he, one of the people. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I know he's working on another Broadway show right now too. So yeah, he's pretty around. I don't like musicals, but I guess I trust him. But but hats <laughs> off, hats off, some respect. Uh, I wouldn't say hats off. It's more like a tip of the hat, but we'll go with that. <laughs> Um, so Deadline reported uh, Chris Pine is going to star in a live-action Dungeons & Dragons film, which is very interesting because as it's a it's a board game, right? Yeah, that's. I don't know how they're going to do that. I've never played. I've always wanted either. but I think it's crazy because it's like it's not even like a set board game. It's like a crazy like you choose adventure board game. So I'm kind of right. curious how they'll do that or if they established like a canon lore for it if there's not one already. I don't know. I've never played. Before. I'm sure there's a bunch of books about Dungeons and Dragons. I'm well, sure. I I would assume that's where the game comes. Like, uh, 
where a lot of the storylines that players choose for the game come from, but I don't know. All the nerds. <laughs> I don't know if it's a, there's ever been like official one. I'm sure there's like fan friction and stuff. Yeah. It's um it's expected to begin filming in early 2021 and it's the film is produced under Paramount and Hasbro. Well, sounds pretty cool. So uh yeah, we will see about that one. Um let's see. Henry Cavill was actually injured on the set of The Witcher 2 season 2. I think uh it was something to do with his leg. How was he injured? Do you know? I do not know exactly how he was injured. Let's look into it. Was it bad? Yeah, he's probably not going to be acting for a little bit. Dang. Oh, dang. That probably delayed that uh, bunch then, huh? No, uh, it says in air quotes, it's a minor injury. Don't worry. Okay. Well, I was going to say, um, they're still continuing production regardless of the injury. Oh, it's a good. leg muscle injury. But, I'm sure yeah, he'll be out for a, a week or two, a couple weeks. Yeah, those are never fun, but he's a tough man. Tweet, tweet to Hammond. Clearly, I mean, he is Superman. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, he was on an just, assault course just... and injured his leg. Oof. So I think it it must have been a hamstring or maybe like a muscle injury, but he didn't. I, I doubt he tore anything. Doesn't seem like this. Just said he tore his ACL and he's gonna be done for the rest of the twenty twenty season. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up, um, technically kind of back to Henry Cavill. Uh, Justice League is reportedly going to be um, getting a theatrical and HBO Max release in March or April twenty twenty one, somewhere in between that, and uh, it's also going to be rated R. I don't know how it's I'm excited for the rated R. You know, I, I would imagine that. I would imagine that it is gonna like they're doing like a show on HBO Max. I guess I would assume they're just gonna stitch it together and just put it all up on the big screen in one sitting for the like super fans. Which, in all honesty, it'll probably do okay. But it's gonna be. Super I think they're long. just. Yeah, I think they're just doing that. To just give the fans something they want, you know, since they to give people the opportunity to see the Justice League in theaters that they were promised and not the one that they got, you know. Yeah, either they're gonna either they're gonna say, I mean, I know theatrical is probably gonna be the whole four hours, but they're either gonna debut HBO Max as four hours or they're gonna cut the HBO Max into a series, which they're they're basically saying if you go to the theater, you're gonna get treated to the whole thing. I'd be down for that, honestly. I would too, as long as there's a pee break. I mean, if we're watching it together, I'll be right there. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is also interesting. Oh yeah, and Zack Snyder said the Batman's going to drop the f bomb. Or I hope so. I heard that. It make funny. like of all the heroes, it would make sense for him to say it the most, honestly. Other than Deadpool, of course. Right. I feel like they'd all say it. Realistically, no. Maybe Aquaman. I don't think so. Maybe Aquaman too. But I don't see really see many of the other ones saying it. Yeah. Um, also with DC News, Patty Jenkins and other DC directors have claimed that Justice League isn't canon to them. <laughs> the original. Uh, the original that's hilarious. That's As hilarious. it shouldn't be. As it shouldn't be. Okay, so back to the Amber Heard news. So reportedly this week, she has joined Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's public speaking agency where she's receiving about $25,000 per speech. Dang, really? 
Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Interesting. What did she? Do, what did she do to deserve this? She's also pushing for Please a bigger explain. role in Aquaman too. Remember? <laughs> yeah, true. Explain to me that. how Johnny Depp's losing all his money and she just got that. I think she's trying to cash out before she goes to jail. <laughs> but, yeah, honestly, that makes sense. Like, I could, I could very well see that being her reasoning. Even though she's kind of a winning. public speaker, which means that she would be like considered a role model to people. Dude. Like, to why? People, yeah, yeah. Why? Why would they? I don't understand that. It's... I remember this week too. They had an article. They said, "Uh, she said nothing could have prepared me for 2020." <laughs> I'm just like, um, <laughs> all of us are in the same boat, buddy. Oh, uh, all my homies hate Amber. <laughs> <laughs> Some great news. So, um, these are just a few of movies: The Dark Knight, Shrek, Grease, A Clockwork Orange, are among the many movies that have just joined the 2020 class of the National Film Registry. Which I have to say, finally, hell yeah, about time. Finally, I'm really Greece. happy with that. Yeah. Jeez. Bro, that's crazy that that hadn't been there before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy that uh, like Dark Knight and Shrek just got in, but if you think about it, Grease just got in too, and that movie's old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, if we think about the current day and age, I think how with internet culture, newer movies are going to get there faster because of how easily they are to impact our modern life. You know? Yeah, more, more people are able to talk about it on the internet. I talk yeah, about exactly. Grease all the time. Yeah. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't like you. We're not <laughs> friends anymore. We got to talk business after this, Anthony. You, do, do, does anyone, any viewer out there, know a good replacement for Anthony about the same personality? You know. <laughs> we need an. We need. An, we need an injury settlement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so ramping up to our um, after Christmas, because obviously Wonder Woman is coming out. December 25th, Christmas Day, and obviously that's a Friday, and we usually upload on a Friday or Saturday, so we're not going to be getting it out on time, especially with Christmas. It'll be up the next um, the next week, but ramping up to that, we do have the score for Rotten Tomatoes as to, I mean, critics are crap, so we shouldn't really matter, but uh, it's up to an 88% <laughs> right now. It's, uh, the third highest DCEU film that was ever rated. Good. This one are above it. it. I think the one about that. The last one was really good. I believe Wonder Which Woman's one? above it for so sure. Aquaman. And probably Aquaman, yeah, it's Wonder Woman. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm excited for it. This new trailer that they dropped re- reignited the hype I had for it. So, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll be disappointed. I mean, I can guarantee no. right now it's probably going to be a good review. It's going to be wild. Yeah, no, there's going to be a lot to talk about that day, so I hope y'all stay tuned for that. All right, we do. We are continuing with rumor mill stuff, so here's one rumor. Um, Will M. Defoe and Thomas Hayden Church, who played Green Goblin and Sandman in the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy, uh, they're set to reprise the roles in Spider-Man 3, or they're in talks to do it. Dude, what is going on? They're, uh, they're okay. beating the, so beating that the shit was, out of it. That was Electro, Sandman... Doc Ock, Green Goblin, who who else? Scorpion. On the villain side, Scorpion, Vulture, Vulture. 
Morbius Venom. Mysteri- <laughs> Everyone. I, dude, at this point, and then on top of that, we have the other two Spider-Men, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, and their respective love interests. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a lot in one movie. I kind of low-key want uh, Emma Stone to play Spider-Gwen. It's low-key yeah, going to flop. Cool. That would be awesome. That'd be Very cool, hard. Yeah, if they don't get this I shit, mean, it's going right. to... They're going to make a bank off of it, but it's going to be such a crap project, dude. I don't... Yeah. I don't see light at the end of the tunnel for this one. I don't... I don't... I don't see this... I can see this being barely less than three hours, but I don't see this being a typical length movie. It's going to be a long movie. This is going to be like... I hope so. Jam with... Right? This movie's going to be nothing but fan service. It's going to have like no plot. It's going to be like the Rises of Skywalker. You see, and I don't see why they're pushing it so hard right now. Like, they can do that after Spider-Man 3. Like, why does this have to be Spider-Man 3? makes no sense. I would have preferred to see a Sinister Six movie before the live-action Spider-Verse, honestly. And what makes less sense is they're pushing Venom, the Sony Pictures movies, Venom and Morbius, they're pushing them to be a part of the universe, but you're, are they just going to throw them in there now? Like, it was supposed to be a build-up. I think they're just doing yeah, whatever all these people say they want, whether or not they actually I think at this point, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I think at this point, they're in full, uh, they realize they're kind of screwed after Endgame, and they're just kind of Shooting like a, a LMG spray and just hoping something hits. I mean, they can do secret secret wars, but I don't think they're they're going to replicate the success Endgame had, especially the build up to it. Never, not in a million. This is like a once in a lifetime thing. We're not going to see something like this again for a very long time. I mean, we could. <laughs> I mean, it's also been building up for since what two thousand eight, eight, yeah, two thousand nine, mm-hmm. something like that. So yeah. they're trying to rush it. Yeah, we've kind of exactly. beaten we've kind of beaten the wheels off this thing, but yeah, it's something to talk about. But Spider Man's my favorite, so I'm still excited to see it either way. Yeah, he's yeah. the only thing that's keeping me interested in the Marvel universe, and even then, they're about to botch him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what kind of massacred my boy? <laughs> um, we're gonna finish off with some. Pretty depressing news. So uh, Jeremy Bullock has just passed away at the age of seventy-five, which is crazy because it was this is the day of our recording, and he just passed away this Thursday. Um, he was most known he was most known for his role as Boba Fett in Star Wars, and you said he also played in um, uh, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. So um, rest yep. in peace to him. Yes, sir. The OG, the OG bounty hunter, one of the most badass actors. All right, guys, and we're going to jump right into our new game for the season, which we titled Score Streak. This season, we're going to pick different movies, and we are going to try to guess the score uh, that they were given uh, from different websites. So we could be pulling from IMDb to Metacritic to Rotten Tomatoes, and we have to try our best to guess what score those critics gave to that movie. Kill confirmed. <laughs> all right and i think to start us off noah's gonna go first since this was his idea for the game hey all right i'm cool with that i'm cool with that oh, okay and so... uh, it's gonna be uh, the other two players are gonna compete and whoever gets the closest gets the point yes sir yes sir and then obviously at the and end of the season, i think a good twist for this is if you get it spot on then you get two points okay i'm cool with that I'm cool with that, since that's pretty rare. 
All right, so we're going to start off with an oldie, but a pretty good movie, um, Forrest Gump. And this is on Rotten Tomatoes, oh. so it's from 0 to 100. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> what happened? I'm scared. That's such a hard one. That one, yeah, that's hard. Did y'all, y'all both seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I have a guess. I think I have a guess as well. Are we going to say right. uh, the same time or one at a time? Yeah, same time, so we don't get... No, I guess it doesn't really stuff. matter. No, I'd do it at the same time, because then if you say, like, 94, then I'd be like, all right, 95. And, you know... Yeah. Three, like two, that. one. 70. 96. Oh my Whoa! Because I heard... Like, I know no. that it didn't do as wait, good. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, you no need no explanation. The Rotten Tomatoes score for Forrest Gump is 71%. Dang. What? That's close. That makes sense, though. I'm giving y'all a Are you ball. serious? Yeah, he, he could have got a spot on. Bro, are you... They gave Forrest Gump a 71. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking you, dude. I'm not spitting shitting you. Spitting shitting you. I'm looking this up right now. I don't trust you. Okay. Oh my god, they gave it a 71. I was just as surprised as you. I'm trying to throw curveballs at y'all. What? Audience score is 95, however. Oh, I always went off on the audience score. <laughs> now, if we would have went on audience score, you would have won. But no, sir. And this is why this game I... is going to be very fun. Yeah. Okay. Go well, ahead and play along with us, folks. Play along with us. And I'll hit y'all with the next one, which is more recent movie. Um, this one is going to be off of IMDb, so it's going to be uh, zero to ten, which they do rate on like points. So like it could be like three point four or ten or nine point five. You know. You know. Okay. What I mean? And this is uh the more recent movie. It is the New Mutants. So where would you rate it off the IMDb? I've scale? never seen it. But none of us have seen it, but we can guess. I have a guess, I guess. <laughs> I think I All right, three, two, one. Point five. three. I heard five. What did you say, Edward? Two point three. Two point three. Anthony, you are correct. It is five point three out of ten. <laughs> Dang. Oh, no. Bro, Anthony, quit it. Anthony's gonna <laughs> smack us again this season. God. <laughs> What? Who's next? Who's next? I gotta see what that got on Rotten Tomatoes because I'm out of. I can go next. Hold on, Edwards. You may go next, Anthony. After Edward, I got a 33 on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's why I thought it did worse on IMDb. That's why. Yeah, the the scales of IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes are kind of weird. Yeah, because I think oh. IMDb IMDb is just straight up the average. Rotten Tomatoes is how many positive reviews there are. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, Anthony, All right. you're up. So mine, uh, both of mine this time are going to be on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Um, my first one is Gone in 60 Seconds. It's an oldie. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I haven't so. seen it. I've heard of it. No. I've never seen it. What? You have never seen that movie? We'll see it one day. No. <laughs> it's okay. It's, I'm going to assume it's a good movie because Anthony likes it. I love it. Well, Anthony likes some bad movies too. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right, what do y'all think? Right. Three, 
Wait, 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 wait. How old is it? Um, two thousand. Hold on. Oh wait, is that the one where they have timers on their wrist and you have to like gain time? No. To, to live or something like that. I'm thinking of something else. Nine. Like, like you basically have a timer on your wrist that tells you when you're gonna die, and you can gain more time by doing different stuff in life. I almost looked it up to see the plot for you, Noah, and then I was like, "Wait, no, I can't do that." Two thousand. Two thousand. That's not okay. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Okay, three, two, one, go. Seventy-seven. Eighty-four. Oh my god. Well, Noah was the closest. So it was actually a 26. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I but, knew Anthony liked bad movies. But the audience score was 77. Wait, wait. It was a 76? No, it was a 26. I said 77. <laughs> Edward said 74. I know. No, I said 84. He said 84. Oh, oh okay. But I said you got a spot on on audience score. Nice. Dang. What's so Noah got that point. One for one. I should have known Anthony liked crap movies, and I should have given it a three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one is one of my. This one is my favorite Christmas movie. Elf. Is Elf. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what do y'all think? Also on Rotten Tomatoes. I think I got mine already. Edward. Okay, I'm ready. Oh. Three. I don't have Two. One. Go. 92. 78. Uh, I'm trying to do... <laughs> I think you're all tied. Oh, really? No way. 84. Wait, no, I think Edward beat you by one. Wait, 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 no. 84. 84? What'd you say, Noah? Wait, wait, and Edward would it be 12 behind it? He said 74? Uh, no. Yeah. You said 74. I said 92. 84. No, I would win. Yeah. What did Edward say? He said 74. I said 92. Oh, you said 74? What the heck? Okay. I'm surprised you're that, that low, Edward. Well, I gave up on guessing high, so... I didn't think that's <laughs> what you said. I thought you said... I don't know. I don't know what you said. But no one so, wins. Yeah, I'd be closer. Nice. Let's go, man. That would mean. Oh wait, it's Edward Turner. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say that means he gets straight next up, to. I'm straight up like. Not having a good time. I'm already up for the season. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> insurmountable lead. God, I hate it. Okay. You're up. All right. Well, I did some two really good ones. Okay. All right. So this one is off of IMDb. Okay. Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Ooh, Episode Four. I have no clue. Okay, yeah, I was gonna do a Star Wars one, but I didn't just out of respect for Anthony. <laughs> I have no respect for anyone anymore. Okay, I'm ready though. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm ready. All right, three, two, one. Nine point two. What did you say, Anthony? Six. Uh, that's actually tough. Hold on. <laughs> we need to get better at math for this game. For sure. 
What's the actual score? Oh, what am I thinking? It wasn't even close. Jesus Christ. Noah was right. It was an 8.6. Oh my god. Bro, that I was, was gonna say... close. What the heck? I was actually yeah, gonna say... Not... I, gotta I gotta pull out my calculator. I was oh, actually gonna say 8. Point... I was gonna say 8.8 just because I know they score that one a little bit lower than the others. Like, out of the original trilogy. Okay. Well, no now, this one is... now this one is fair as fair can be. Okay. What is it on? Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Uncut Gems. Oh my gosh. Let's okay. go, baby! <laughs> Wait, I feel like no one knows the answer to this one. I don't know it, no. Mm. I really don't. I, Uncut I Gems. Good guess, though. Okay. Alright, three, two, one, go. 98. What did you say, Anthony? 94. Anthony got it correct. It was a 92. Yeah, dude, I knew it was in the 90s. I knew that for sure. You see, what I do is I think like it's like a 96 or a 97, but I think that Rotten Tomatoes would be lower than that. Like, I just think whatever you think is high, it's going to be lower. Yeah. So that's why I said 80. Well, not in Wait. this case, actually. Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 92, but the audience score was a 52. Good. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, I'm really surprised by that. I'm really surprised by that. I think. Gosh, and just like that, me and Anthony are tied up three and three. Damn. And I'm in dead last. With yeah, zero. You got zero. Zilch. <laughs> not a... <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> That's why I make up the games, guys. <laughs> you have something to do. Yeah, well, I guess since we got the game out of the way, we're going to jump right into our movie review for the week. No, we're going to go to our sponsor. Oh, you're right. The sponsor. Haha, <laughs> the sponsor. All right, everybody. This week we watched Songbird. It was directed by Adam Mason, produced by Michael Bay, and music by Lauren Balf. It was starring KJ Apa as Nico from Riverdale, Sophia Carson as Sarah from Disney's Descendants, and Alexandra Daddario as May from Baywatch. It was set in Los Angeles, and the summary reads... Immune to the COVID-23 virus, a courier races against time to save the woman he loves from a quarantine camp. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off with the three-word game, and we're going to say three things we didn't like about it, three things we did like about it, and then rate it from a scale of 1 to 10. All right, I'll start my three-word games. So if y'all don't know, our three-word game is we summarize our feelings about the movie in three words, just as a base to go off of. And... uh. My three words are almost good concept. Okay. It was, it had a great premise or it had a decent premise to start off with. Uh, We've seen really good, you know, virus spread related movies before, but the fact that they, I get where they tried to make it feel real by doing it over a, a disease that is, actually real and has been ravaging our nation but the way they presented it here is just super just really corny and it didn't it didn't give it the reality that it tried to give and instead it pulled me out of it a little bit because i'm like god you're why why would you do that (laughs) yeah um let me go next or you want to go next anthony you can go next 
Okay, so I basically this is it was hard for me to come up with three words. Um, I just said nutshell of twenty twenty. If twenty twenty was a movie, this would be that movie. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I mean, obviously, this is a very oversimplification. Of the, I mean, gross exaggeration. exaggeration. Yeah, it's a gross. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. A gross exaggeration of this movie because obviously, it would there wouldn't be post apocalyptic crap from this virus. Like we're not we're not there at all. And so, you know, I, you know, it's funny because at some points I was like, bro, this has to be satire, but no, they're being like dead serious. So yeah, 2020 in a year, this is that movie. All right. I think y'all are going to disagree, but my three words would be great time management because I feel like what? for the time that they had and created this and just like put it out there. As fast as they did, I thought it was really good. Can can I just say every time Anthony ever says y'all are gonna hate me for this, I just smile, and then whenever I hear Edward say "what the," I know something's about to happen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a good episode. We're just gonna be a screaming at Anthony again for like the thirtieth time. I won't scream uh, at you, Anthony. Thanks. Man. I'll scream. I'll scream and shout and pout and throw a hissy fit. Yeah. So that was a three-word game. That's all of our opinions let's just get right into the next portion which is the three flaws we're each gonna have three hey, flaws I'm, try to i'm interested in to see what anthony says about this actually <laughs> but, <laughs> uh okay my three flaws y'all should come back to me because i haven't got them yet i don't like that <laughs> i found like eight within the first 10 minutes dude <laughs> what the heck? well you can't they all have to be different anthony so you can't go off of ours i know oh okay i, I just gotta think it's hard okay. to pick up the three ones I'll, i want to I'll, say i'll let noah stick to the main plot stuff and i'll focus on the the technical stuff like i usually do um within the first five minutes that first just dialogue scene in the house i counted a total of nine cuts just going back and forth in one exchange awful absolutely bad literally just back and forth back and forth cut for no reason there was no reason for the cut they just decided to go back and forth it was terrible like awful awful like i don't know who watched that scene and was like yep that's it but whoever did wow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then the freaking um it's related to yours, so I'm just gonna put some input. The the piss poor fight scenes with all the freaking cuts. <laughs> yeah, the fight that, back, back and forth. Also that's also what I meant is like the cut scenes and like you can tell the people filming this didn't know how to film an action movie, but try to film an action movie. Because one of the key things in noticing a bad fight scene is how many cuts they have to add energy when they don't need to. And that's what this movie did a lot in 90% of the fight scenes is they would just cut back and forth, back and forth to add energy that just wasn't there. It was like Taken 3 when they had like 60 different shots of him jumping over the fence. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. All right, so bad cuts is one of mine. Uh, Another one is I did not like the way they explained the virus and how it worked. And instead of doing it by the characters interacting with the the real world and uh, each other and, you know, natural conversation, how we figure out how the world works. 
Instead, they showed us and told us directly how the world works from freaking YouTube videos. Literally, the, the whole plot point was YouTube videos. We basically watched the YouTube video. That's all it was. It was a two hour long YouTube video. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i can i can agree with that and like which that brings me to my next point is that the pacing of the movie was really really bad and okay, that's what my flaw was that was what one of my flaws was gonna be the i got to the main point of the story which should be the final act in the first like 30 minutes of the movie Not even. which means <laughs> Which means we had to follow useless characters doing useless things while the actual important plot was kind of put on pause. Instead of showing us YouTube videos of what was going on in the world, they could have spent more time developing the main characters and having us see how the world is working through their eyes instead of just YouTube videos. And that would have made the story feel more endear, would have made the relationships feel more realistic and it would have just made it a better movie in general if they wouldn't have just thrown them right into the into the thick of the problem like the peak emotion what should have been the peak emotional point right in the beginning if they would have waited developed the characters and then did that it would have been a much better movie exactly and i i would have killed for not killed um it would have been a much better movie if they had just take give because it's like an hour and 20 minute movie if they had given 20 more minutes to develop those characters in the beginning if they would have taken the time away from developing the in air quotes villains and mm-hmm. who didn't need that story and given it to the main characters who did need the story, even with the hour 20 minute runtime, it would have been much better. So. It just, it didn't, it didn't flow right. So my main issues were the camera cuts, the, the t- pacing and the, uh, the the way they built the world around us, like the di- like not the dialogue, but uh, the YouTube video stuff, just seemed dumb. Yeah. Um, jumping off of that, so, well, it's not similar to yours a, a little bit. The background of the characters, the biggest one of the biggest things for me was, um, like you said, it's like they they showed so many different videos and just to try to explain the story, but it's very hard for us to like characters or to build any background when none of these characters have any screen time whatsoever, except maybe towards the end, but all of it's through video call and stuff. Exactly. And they, that's where I felt like, uh, I guess, no, I'll wait for you to talk about it. Cause I think I was going to say, uh, the acting was good, but they're literally just talking through screens through each other. Like there's no, connection which brings me to my second point the love story was super unrealistic we're supposed to believe that this delivery boy knocked on this girl's door accidentally which i mean obviously that's that could happen but then they fall in love he she falls in love with the delivery boy because of that accident and then now they never see each other but they're always talking about running away and they're and um what do you call it it's just and then it like the whole story, Nico, the delivery boy, is immune, and then all of a sudden, Sarah at the end she finds out she's immune. So it's supposed to be happy because they both run away. Like I just I don't like the love story at all. I agree with that. Okay, I was like, any thoughts? Finally, for me, and I have a lot more, but um, we'll see what else Anthony can add to it. Is they had a villain for almost no reason. Like first off, they want to make this guy <laughs> named uh. What's his name? Harland. And 
Griffin, Mr. Griffin, whatever his name is, the villains, because they sell they sell counterfeit, um, what do you call it, immunity bracelets. Immunity bracelets. If you get a bracelet, that means you're immune and you're basically, um, quote unquote, a god is what they're saying, which this man, the head of the sanitation department, Harland, he, he, um, he wants to take, uh, these people away and put them into the infected people away and put them into a Q zone where they're basically going to die. Like everyone's fearful of the sanitation department, but then he goes behind and is all trying to sell black market bracelets. Like What? Like, I just think his character is, like, super incompetent. Like, he can't, one, make up his mind, and two, he's a, almost a villain for no reason at all. Well, don't forget, he was just a dump truck driver before this, so that was his whole villain backstory. He oh, was yeah. a dump cool, truck driver. Cool background story. <laughs> he was a dump truck driver, and then all his bosses died, and now he's a crazed villain. Yep. Yeah. Best and- backstory for a villain I've ever heard in my life. And then you could call this a sub-villain, like I was saying, but Mr. Griffin is this man who it's this it's this whole side story. I didn't even like I didn't like the side story at all. They should have just stuck with the delivery boy, the whole freaking spill. Because exactly. the 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 husband it, Mr. Griffin is the husband of this other girl named uh, Piper Griffin. And they're basically selling counterfeit immunity bracelets as well on the black market um in order to survive. And my biggest thing with that was um for some reason, he had a mistress, and they were having an affair, and then all of a sudden, the mistress is trying to help. But um, And then once the the wife finds out, she wants to stop it, although earlier in the movie, she they're both doing black market stuff, and she says they need the money, but now you want to stop? Now you want to like rat him out? Like It doesn't make any sense to me. If you needed that money, then why are you trying to like destroy your business? I agree, That's- and uh, tagging <clears throat> off of like are you going to talk about I want to wait what actually I lied I'm going to wait to see what Anthony says and then if we none of us say it there's there's one point that I want to bring up that we haven't talked about yet if Anthony doesn't talk about it I agree with like a lot of your what y'all are saying like how it works at the pacing that was probably one of my biggest things and then also I didn't get the villain that that threw me off like the, the whole movie just kind of threw me off but I feel like you were never invested in honestly i wasn't really invested in any part of the movie you know yeah yeah, there there was never one part that i was like i could go and eat dinner right now come back and not miss much yeah not miss much i I would be okay with that you know (laughs) yeah i didn't really care i guess so that's one of them the other one is like i get Kind of like how you were saying, Noah, like, I get that they were trying to do it off of, like, or how Edward was saying, off of COVID, off of something relatable. But I feel like they could have used that as, like, a background, but gone their own way. Like, they should have been way more creative with it than just yeah. making it, like, exactly as COVID, but just worse. Yeah, um, I'll, yeah. For, for some input on that, that's, that's what I said. I mean, that's what I was thinking, because... Uh, it's like the concept of a major like apocalyptic pandemic like that is really cool in detail, but they're hinging on the real world COVID to make yeah, this like, a, like not, a, it's not it. It's not yeah, to, they're using that to make us to, to his, like the director's vision seemed like he wanted to make it like a future horror show for us. Like this is what's going to happen in the future for no reason at all. Yeah. Like it does just does not work. 
if this was like a different pandemic and a different movie altogether without COVID, I think it'd be a lot better. Right, I agree. And then also, huh? I heard that. (laughs) And also, I don't know if y'all thought this or not, but like it was set in LA, and like how we've how we've been saying, like they just did not execute really any part of the movie very well. But I feel like if this was, if they put this in like a small town, not like a super small town, but like, I don't know, like somewhere where we live, you know, it's just somewhere like medium sized, I guess, and not like somewhere big like LA and kind of put it towards the start of it. I feel like it also would have been a lot better movie. You know, I feel like they focused on too much. Yeah. You know, I'd rather see how it started after 2020 than how, where they put it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Those are my three faults. There's a lot they could have done better with this movie. Like, it's... There's just... Like, with the concept, like, there's just a lot more they could have done. Right. And this one isn't as big as the other ones, but I just want to talk about how they literally had some random homeless person come in and save the dude from getting shot and shanked, and then he just disappeared in the abyss. Like, he literally showed up, saved him, and like, I could... That's just the laziest writing i have ever seen literally comes out of the shadows don't worry kid i got you and then just disappears like what no no that's just like that's like the worst like story writing 101 do not do and it's create a useless character just to come save the hero for no reason and then disappear yeah i do we never uh, I, I would have rather seen a side story off of that guy than the people that we got the side story about. Like, right? like what's that guy seemed more, he seemed more interesting than the other guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, we never said spoiler warning, Loops. Yeah, we uh, spoiler warning. We're not doing spoiler <laughs> Sorry. <free review. laughs> we'll that next time. But um, yeah, I and uh. I forgot to bring this up with that whole like unrealistic love story thing is one of the freaking quotes was um with the, the girl's grandma. She was like, y'all have never been in the same room, but I know he loves you. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? It, it made Bro. me laugh how comical that sounds. Maybe it's because he hasn't <laughs> talked to a girl and you know, since 2020. Bro, I don't know, but that it was not it. He but was- we're going to end the review in a positive note and we're going to attempt to find three things that we did like in the movie. I only found one. Oh my God. I found one. <laughs> I only found one, two. <laughs> Actually, I found two. Okay, I found two. Okay, okay, you have two. How many do you have, Anthony? I could find three. Okay, I'm cool with that. If we already know, you go for it. It's okay because, yeah. Um, so um, I like Lauren Balf and uh, the music was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well okay. okay the music was cool and this isn't really a pro but like i said before i think the concept's cool it's just very poorly executed okay my two things are the acting was actually pretty good in this yeah the only yeah. performance i didn't like was arguably by the biggest actor there i didn't like alexandra daddario's performance what? in this one i didn't I didn't like the way he played her character. I just it didn't feel natural. I don't know if it's just the way that it was written or if it was the way that she acted it out, but I wasn't I wasn't 
into her character. I think honestly, I think it was the writing. She was playing this real stereotypical girl. Yeah. I guess that's fair, but but I mean, I guess that the acting was pretty good. Yeah, the the acting was good enough to carry most of the movie. Um, the acting is what made the movie watchable, uh, right. aside from all the glaring plot stuff. It was um, and the other thing was it looked, it looked really pretty. Like the opening sequence and stuff, it it looked really good. Like, yeah. Oh frick! There was another bad thing that I remembered that <laughs> I never talked about. Sorry, I was just gonna put some input and say that's it. Just the beginning looked pretty, in my opinion. I liked the first 25 minutes or so. I thought it started as a great movie. Whenever they showed him traveling from place to place, it looked amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the, I like the ending scene, the whole zoom. But, out uh, yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention in the plot stuff that they never explained why Q camps were bad. They just said they were bad. They never explained what happened in them. They just said, oh, you don't want to go there. You won't make it out, and that's all they said about it. Well, this is this is obviously bad writing, but we were supposed to assume that that you're like you're gonna go die there. You're going to the die, basically. But yeah, but like they never said why or how or what. <laughs> all they said was because all they said was it's bad. You don't want to. Be there. I tried. I tried doing so much, focusing on everything, and then. That like when they did that, that's kind of what made it hard for them to explain everything else of like how the virus got started so bad and what happened at these camps and everything. It's just because they took on more than they could do in one movie. We, talked about we had a delivery boy delivering mail, but we never saw how they got their groceries. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we never saw how they paid their bills either. If they're all locked in their house, and how do these people have foods and homes still and stuff? Like it just didn't make sense. Uh, that family did the black market. Alexander Daddario did um, music stuff, whatever. Only fans. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, other how did how did like the the girl and the grandmother do stuff? Like what? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Maybe they like how skin- are they able to keep the lights on? How are they able to have stuff in their refrigerator? It doesn't. Maybe they're stacking stimulus checks. Well, yeah, but the way it looked like their government was running stuff, it just <laughs> clearly it, they weren't running it right. People, you can just give their money away to these alive people. Yeah, I, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. All right, Anthony. Back to the what place. are your possible? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've I've said this, and I could be wrong. Okay. This could just be ignorance, just lack of knowledge. But yeah. personally, I feel like how quickly they got this movie out, it is a lot better than I expected it to be. Like, it's still really bad, but it's still better than I thought it would be. With This I is exactly that. how I thought it would turn out. I don't know what you were expecting, but... Like with the Holly with the fifty thousand dollar camera that they film stuff on, I would assume that anything they do would at least look decent. <laughs> no, I get where you're coming from, Anthony. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like where they were probably I'm gonna look up the budget. I think they probably had a scrap like a scrap budget. There's no way they had a lot of money to spend on this. I doubt it. 
they could have at least invested in a decent writer. Yeah, I mean, for a Hollywood movie, they had about a $700,000 budget, which isn't a lot for a movie. Oh, wait, it says 700000 to $2.5 <laughs> That's quite the difference. But considering, <laughs> yeah. considering some blockbuster movies, it's still not that much. Yeah. But come on, guys. You could have given us, like, Something. thrown us a bone. <laughs> I guess that's all your pros, Anthony. Um, I guess the other one, and this one more so relates to the first half of the movie, I guess, is COVID and the disease aside, I feel like they did portray kind of how the future would be. Like, almost as if COVID happened in, what what year was this? 2023. 2023? Yeah, three years. So, if... Okay, well, maybe not then. Yeah, no, there's no way in three years that our society yeah, would devolve to few camps which resemble concentration camps. <laughs> yeah, no, I take that back. I thought it was like 24 or something. Yeah. Okay, no, so it we, was not far. So we barely found three pros. I Before we get in... Actually, no, we'll go right into the ratings. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll explain my... I'll go last. I'll explain my rating. Anthony, you go first. It seems like you have the most positive. Oh. <laughs> um, I give it. I give it a five. I respect that. You respect that. Maybe like a four but, and a half. All right, so we're gonna stick with the five. Uh, you said five. The best I can do is a two. Dang. The best you can do is a two. Yeah, the best I can do is a two. I'm in between y'all. I'm uh, I'm giving it a, a three, but it, if it was like IMDb or something, it'd be like a three point five. Only because it it was so laughable that I enjoyed myself watching it. I enjoyed watching it. <laughs> That's funny. Like it was a bad movie, but I actually like was entertained by it. Yeah. So That's I bumped it up a little. So yeah. I see, it's a blend. That's why I was like, I respect your answer, Anthony, because I can. I enjoyed it too, <laughs> in a way. I would. I'm giving it a five because I'm gonna show this to my kids and tell them I survived it. Yo. <laughs> and then 2012. Don't forget 2012. Yeah. 2012. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You y'all know me by now. If the story's bad, I'm not gonna give it a good score. And this story was just Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like. If you would have sat me down in a room, gave me the idea, I would have given you a better script in two hours, and they probably spent like a week on it. <laughs> It'd be good character development. Wouldn't follow this crap. But yeah, that's it for the week. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed our podcast, make sure to follow and review to be notified when we post new content. And while you're at it, if you want to hear us talk about something other than movies, check out our YouTube channel. It's linked right down below. And if you want to know what goes on behind the scenes or what the early scoop on future projects, follow our Instagram and Twitter, which is also going to be linked below. And remember, remember. say hi to your say mom. Hi to your mom.